Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we've got uh, too much news, and that's it. We got all the news <laughs> that you can shake a stick at, because a lot has happened. Uh, but before we go any further, we're going to get this thing going. Hey, everyone, this is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh, that's right. So before, without any further ado, uh, Dylan, do you want to take us through your portion of the news? Sure. We do have a okay, featured so story later. So if you think Dylan forgot something, he didn't. We're talking about the new DC leadership at the end, because yeah. it's the one that will take up the most time. So if um, you saw the episode graphic, I mean, you already know. Yeah. Um. So other DC news, there is some other stuff. The Green Lantern HBO Max series, everything in HBO Max is like in limbo, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. Not only because of James Gunn, but the Discovery merger, blah, 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 blah. But the right. um, we've talked about this a bit. They wrote all of it. Um, it was going to be executive produced by Greg Berlanti, who did the Arrowverse right, right, right. and other stuff. Um, and it was going to focus on Guy Gardner and Alan Scott and another Green Lantern. Just, I don't remember who it was. I just always assumed this was never going to happen. I mean, if you're a betting man and, you know, yeah, someone says, like, gun to your head, is this DC thing coming out? No, no is probably the safer answer. Yeah, it is but, a smart bet. Yeah, but um, with this one, it was going to be different timelines with those three Green Lanterns. But um, they've restructured it. They're saying to be a John Stewart show now, which to me seems way cooler. Of course, like a way better better idea. But like, I'm not convinced that on a reported 120 million dollar budget you could pull off like a Green Lantern TV show. It seems really expensive, you know? Unless yeah. he's like just running around. Unless he's like not doing city. constructs. He's like, not doing constructs and he's on Earth the whole time? I don't know. I'm sure that's right. not the case, but like it doesn't seem like the best property to adapt, but... Not cheaply. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Like, John Stewart is a plus, right? That's a, that's a good direction. Agreed. But then when we have a budget of $120 million... I mean, for how many episodes? Two? Like, you know, yeah. like, I, I'd say that's acceptable for, you know, two hours of TV for for what for Green Lantern. Yeah. Which is a, a effects heavy show. That'd be Just like doing a Doctor Strange show. Yeah, I agree. But even worse, because like, I feel like you're gonna have to create like alien environments and stuff, you know? Right. But I don't know. Um. But a normal Marvel movie is like two hundred million dollars, you know, for two for two hours of entertainment. So this is one hundred twenty million for at least six, six to ten, you know. Right. So I don't know. But it, how are we going to get Gallius Zed or Zillius Zox or uh, you know any of those other stupid Tomar characters? Ray or uh, yeah, to- Tomar two, Tomar Ray. Uh, I'm trying to remember all my hero clicks. Boudica. Oh yeah, um, can't forget um, him. We can't forget Boudica. That's a can't. woman. Oh, can't forget her. Yeah, you just misspoke. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, of that um, pilot lantern. In reality, I think uh, it probably doesn't matter because I don't think it's come. The John no. Stewart show would come out either, but it could. You never know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see that come out there because I know people have been wanting a good Green Lantern property forever. Yeah, I don't John particularly Stewart love the like... Green Lantern uh, universe, but I. I know that it has a very, very passionate fan base who would love to see it get a good property because and the the movie uh, was not it. Right, I agree. And, and everybody was hopeful for the cameo in uh, whatever movie it was that amounted to nothing. 
Yeah, and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, Zaddy's Justice League. Yeah. I think it's a better fit for a movie. I think you should do a John Stewart movie. I think that'd be cool. Yes. Um, scrap the show. If I had to, you know, give a suggestion. Yeah, but, um, a few notes. Speaking of scrapping shows, uh, Stargirl oh. is canceled um, at the CW. Thanks. It was previously HBO or DC Universe show, then it's uh, now it's CW. It's ending with season three. Apparently they had warning and they are going to end it um, on their terms. So, that's so they're going to at least a have a girl fan. At least have a finale. Yeah, not like a cliffhanger, you know? That's um, good. Three seasons is pretty good. It's a pretty fine. good run. I yeah. mean, not for CW, um, honestly. I feel like everything on CW runs for my entire life. Yeah, that's true. It's bad for CW, but it's good for other networks. Um, true. I think uh, Superman and Lois is the only show remaining. Not sure how long really? that's going to last. Because um, CW was recently acquired by Nexstar Media Group. Okay. And they chose not to pick up, um, not to order more episodes of that Supernaturals uh, prequel and all the existing CW shows. They had the option to, they'll make 13 and then they'll be like, okay, give me 26, you know, if it's going kind of well, sure. you know, and they or 22 and they want some more to do. That's why they have the mid-season finale and then the actual finale on these network shows because there's one that could work as a finale and then they'll add more if they can you know sure um, they chose not to add more to any of the shows so that's so wild the writings on the wall that they're all ending but who knows do you like mid-season finales Dylan? um i don't like long seasons and i feel like with that comes mid-season finale so no but right. like on their own no i'm not mad at it yeah i I don't like that they've become like super duper commonplace, you know. I feel like they're going away. No, oh, are they? I don't know. I don't I watch like a lot of TV. I feel like seasons are shorter now, so there's not like an well, opportunity. They, they definitely are. That's true. At least for streaming stuff. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of network TV. I got to be honest. <laughs> I, I might have brought this up before. Do you know the show that is uh, per, uh, responsible for creating the midseason finale? No. It's I was going to guess. Okay, it is The Sopranos. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Um because but... David David Chase wanted more episodes um for the final season and HBO said no and then he kept fighting and they said okay, but we're going to we'll, we'll release it as t- if you remember back in the day HBO home video prices were through the roof. Then HBO agreed when they realized they could sell season 6 part 1 and season 6 part 2 as two separate boxes and they allowed it. So and and that was only 21 episodes. Which is a lot for HBO and Sopranos, but at the time when CSI would run for I don't know thirty something episode season forty however many, you know. So yeah, the Sopranos is the first one to do that, or to popularize. How dare they? I should say, I know David Chase is to blame. Yeah, um, uh, it's like only commonplace in in like network. I feel like now, mm-hmm. but. Um. Okay, we got some penguin news. Apparently, penguin. that's still happening. The like Matt the publisher Reeves, or the uh... not penguin random house. Oh, the oh, Peng- oh. penguin Batman villain. Um, the Matt Reeves uh, spinoff TV show starring Colin Farrell. They cast um Christine uh, Milioti as um what's her name Falcon's daughter. Oh. Uh. Um. I don't. Yeah. Sure. Falcon. Sophia Falcone. Her. Yeah. She's going to be the co-lead of the show. And Little I think Falcon. they're going to be fighting fighting over Gotham. Okay, cool. I like her a lot. She's cool. She's underrated. I don't, I don't know if I know her. 
I think you'd know her face if you saw her. Uh, I see her. She looks familiar. But she I kind of looks like Lizzie Kaplan, but she's not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say she does kind of. And yeah, I'm looking at her IMDb now. I don't think I've seen her in anything. But this show seems like it's coming out. I, so I think if you have a proper name attached to an existing role like Colin Farrell, I don't know if he's is he a proper name anymore. Well, either way, yeah, he is. Um, I feel like if he's attached to it, this is happening. You know. Yeah. Why not do it if he's agreed? You know. Exactly. I don't know how much of that I can take though, but I'm hoping it's a six episode season kind of. You know. Uh, well, I mean, how much is Matt Reeves involved? He's producing it. Okay, what's who knows what that actually means? Yeah. Um. So I mean, it might not be as, you know, bleak as the the film. It might have a little bit different of a tone. Maybe we have a wait. We have to wait and see a trailer, I guess. Yeah, we'll see in a few years. Yeah. Yikes. Um. Okay, The Witcher. This big Witcher news. Oh, I saw it. Everybody it's was talking Henry about Cavill it. Another Henry week. Yeah. Um. Oh, so... spoilers for Black Adam if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, right. Yeah. Skip ahead a little bit. Well, um, I mean, whatever. you should have known Minor, by now, but I like, guess. yeah, I guess. It's but, literally everywhere on yeah. like even you, the actors' pages and stuff. Yeah, you can't miss it. So go on. Um, so he's returning as Superman, which we talked about, but, yes. um, and he's also got a gig in um, a Guy Ritchie movie. Got just signed to that. Um, so he's got some stuff coming up, but apparently it doesn't leave time for The Witcher anymore. His nope. his Netflix well, show. I mean, is The Witcher really like bringing in the bucks anymore? Like, is that is that a a hot property? Like, I feel like that it fell off after the se- the first season. I think it wasn't talked about as much, but it's still like wildly popular. You know, is it okay? Because I know I stopped watching it. You only watched the first season, right? I did. I only watched the first. And yeah. you, you you, were kind of mid on the first season. And th- and then I remember you saying the second season was worse than the first season. So I was like, ah, I'm good. It was better in some ways and worse in other ways. It's not like it wasn't like, oh, it got so much better. You need to watch it. You know? Right. I can't say can't say that. It had one timeline, which I appreciated because I didn't like what they did with season one where it was two timelines the whole time with a gotcha. Right. Um, that is nice. The end. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's leaving, um, season three has yet to come out. Um, it's supposed to come out summer 2023, but it will be his last season. And then, um, Liam Hemsworth is going to take over as Geralt. That's how you say it, yeah, right? Geralt. Yeah. He's going to play Geralt instead of Henry Cavill. Or Gerald. Um, Gerald. <laughs> no, with a D, whatever. Gerald. Gerald. Butler. Um, I... <laughs> think that that kind of like removes a lot of the point of watching the show i don't know um okay hear me out i disagree i think i think that the show is the people that are watching the witcher aren't watching it for henry cavill necessarily they're watching it because they love the property or they have grown to enjoy it through netflix i don't think Geralt is kind of uh, at least from my experience, my experience with Geralt, he's not like the the most complex character in the world. He's not the most. He's not what's keeping you around. Maybe his action and the swords and stuff and the monsters are keeping you around, but I don't think like the character of Geralt is like so crucial to one person portraying him. I think you could easily switch, and it's not going to be a big deal. 
I'm I'm fine with it. I I have I don't think it's an issue at all. As someone who already bailed on the show. Oh well, yeah, of course. <laughs> ba- base, basing that on not watching the show any further, but however, if you told me, it doesn't it, it, doesn't, would, it, doesn't, it doesn't make you want to watch less. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, but if I was watching it, I really don't think I would care because I don't. I wouldn't say Henry Cavill was particularly like stand out in that role. I mean, he was fine, mm. and he clearly um, off screen was very passionate about it. Yeah. So I guess you would lose that, but I feel like he was well cast. But oh, uh, yeah, he was. I feel like he was the best thing about the show. Was he? Not for me. I don't know. Okay. Um, I thought he was like charismatic for like such a like cardboard character, but. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't I'm know. Less, the I'm kind of in thing, the same boat as you. I, I don't think I'm going to tune into season three. The appealing um, thing about The Witcher to me is the side characters. This is from the novels anyway, at the very least. Um, Siri and Yennefer and the rest. Um, agreed. They were way more interesting than he was. Right. So, I don't know. I think it's fine. I think you'd be surprised at how many people watch it for him, though. Yeah, you're probably right. Did we? Did you say who's replacing him yet? Yeah, Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, I don't think anyone would tune in for. So I'm, I'm not sure. No, he, Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth is not selling tickets. That's for sure. He's not putting butts in seats. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, nothing, nothing wrong with Liam Hemsworth, but he's not like, he he doesn't get the franchise tag. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's such a weird choice. Metaphors. They don't it, look. Fam- they don't look similar to me. I mean, you just need a muscular guy with a gray wig right <laughs> yeah i mean wait I, I mean maybe it should have been john cena bro that's that's that good would casting. get you back into the show, that's that's good casting give me john cena as as Geralt. i mean Ugh. i well Geralt's not funny though yeah but he would need to be it'd have to be goofy Geralt once uh goofy Geralt. um okay I don't know. We'll see. I might watch it. I might not. Let let us know if this is like yeah. A let us let us know. I want to hear deterrent for you. Um. Okay. So Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, it's coming out on November twenty fifth. Disney Plus. It's the second Marvel Studios special after Werewolf by Night. Yes. Um. Directed by James Gunn, who we'll talk about later. Ooh. Um. It's just like a fun holiday romp starring the Guardians of the Galaxy. They. Um. It looks like they're going to Earth to get Kevin Bacon as a present for star lord for peter right. peter quill um i think it looks really fun i i like the marvel specials i want more of it because you get to like see a whole thing quickly and i like especially when they're seasonal like the halloween and the christmas ones like i'm on board mm-hmm. with this what about you um i thought the trailer was fine um i i am kind of over um the guardian's humor line you know or like the the i don't know it's just it feels very one note to me. Um, I, I liked that. I liked the first one a lot, and I liked the second one okay. Um, and I'm just not. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna watch this, and I'm sure it'll be really fun and cute. Um, and I like the Kevin Bacon thing, but I don't. I don't know. I feel like any any Guardians property is a little bit tainted by the news in our feature segment at the end. You know, like. Yeah, I feel like there's I no future for these characters, or at least as we know them. I'm kind of okay with that because it's been like a trilogy at this point, you know. Like, True. 
I'm sure a couple of them will continue on, but I think a trilogy is like a good amount of material, you know, in addition to the Avengers game uh, movies and Thor and, you know, right. like I've had my fill on Guardians. I think I, I'm excited for like a proper ending with the third one, but, you know, I'm like very into Christmas stuff. So mm -hmm. not the spirit of Christmas, just the aesthetic of Christmas. So, so I'm on Mariah Carey wave. Yeah. She's dethawed. She, she's I don't, out, saw my, I don't know if you saw my post, but we got the pops. Oh, did we? I didn't see it. We, the, they came in yesterday, the Mariah Carey Christmas pops. So it's like perfect timing, you know? Fantastic. Um, what what uh Marvel Christmas special would you want to see, Michael? We got Ooh. Hawkeye, kind of. That was Christmassy. It was an it was a Christmas episode of. It the took show. place during Christmas time. I mean, Guardians makes sense, but like doing something completely different, I think we should do. Oh boy, that's hard. I, I don't. don't really... I don't have an answer for that either. But... I don't either. Um, something Deadpool. I I, I think That'd Deadpool Deadpool lends himself to me more than a feature. Um, something like a special presentation or, you know, a, uh, not, not a full feature length film, but like a, a little special. I think that's, that's where Deadpool can shine. I would like a flashback, um, TV special, like back to the WandaVision sitcom days. And it's like a Christmas special. That would be a WandaVision sitcom. That'd be cool. You know, it's a great idea actually, but I hate prequels. So. I'm contradicting mm. myself, but if it's WandaVision and it yeah, like is you contained can make an exception, within exception. the TV show, it makes sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Or like an Agatha special. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. I mean, well, we are getting that, right? Oh, no, we're getting a whole season or series. Yeah, we're getting a whole thing. Yeah. So. Um. Okay, speaking of uh, with Vision Quest, it's a new Disney Plus TV series. It was rumored a couple weeks ago, but now Deadline has confirmed that it is, um, it's called Vision Quest, and it's going to focus on Vision trying to regain his memory and humanity. Um, Paul Bettany is confirmed to reprise his role. Um, and they said it's expected that Elizabeth Olsen will appear. I want to think <laughs> maybe a cameo or something if she does. Okay. I don't know. I feel like she's like, maybe I'm just projecting, but I feel like she's leveled up a bit to like a list Marvel character right now. So it's like kind of mm -hmm. weird. It would be weird for her to like, be in a bunch in of a shows show? and stuff. I wasn't trying to say that, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it'd be like Iron Man appearing in like a show. Right. I get that. I get know? that. Because they're gone, the the big heavy hitter. So I feel like she's like top tier Marvel right now, you know? Right. So does um, she need to be on TV? I don't know if she needs to appear in Vision Quest and Wonder Man and House of Harkness and, you know, all those like. I mean, I don't know. Marvel. I mean, Hulk was in She-Hulk. He was. So, and then, I um, mean, has that happened? As I can, I think of, can I pull another example? They didn't um, get Chris Pratt. I mean, Chris. Ooh, sorry, not Chris ooh, Pratt. Chris Evans ooh. or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, or for Doctor Strange, Multiverse Old of Madness. Steve. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I like if I had to have my pick, I want, would want her to appear in all these things because they all seem like they tie together. Um, right. Of course. But. I would say if she's got to be. But, if I'm but predicting, I, think, I feel like it's going to be a minimal appearance. It'll be like you know? like a Mark Ruffalo appearance. Yes, I think it'd be like that. They had her for a day and a half, you know. 
get it in some mocap yeah exactly um but i'm very excited about this i've been wondering what they're gonna do with vision for the longest time ever since the wandavision finale and they haven't really like followed up on that at all they have been kind of like spinning their wheels with vision a little bit yeah he wasn't even in multiverse of madness right it's very weird even like in the other dimensions like it's kind of like oh yeah they forgot about him but I don't know. He was in her show, so it, it's only fair, right? That she would be in yeah. his show, I would think. Um, but regardless, we're getting Vision Quest. We're also getting Wonder Man, um, yes. which we knew about. It's uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed Shang-Chi. Um, he is producing and directing Wonder Man, the TV show. Wonder Man is based on a the Marvel character Simon... Uh, Simon something. I can't remember his Sure, name. Simon. Yeah, him, you know, Simon. Um, and he's an actor in the Marvel universe. And uh he's got like ion powers. He's he he's a weird he's a weird uh, yeah dude, but he's like a common romantic interest for for Wanda, the love triangle, Wanda Vision and Wonder Man. Okay. Um, and then it was also confirmed that um Ben Kingsley is gonna be in it too, also an MCU actor, like in universe right. actor. As Trevor Slattery. Oh, so he's back. coming back as Trevor? Yeah, he's gonna be Trevor in this Fantastic. Show. Um only is Ralph Boner. He's an actor yeah. too, right? So Yeah, that's all you need. Um, but they cat the friendly cast Wonderman. We didn't know who was playing him up until now. And as Yaya Abdul Mateen the second, who we know from um Aquaman, but more importantly, Watchmen. You know, of course. I think that's oh, man. What, like so he's so, a DC dude, so it's kind of a big deal that he's moving over to Marvel, you know? It is. And we do like Yaya Abdul Mateen a lot. So Yeah. He was great as that character that he played in Watchmen. Because we don't we don't need to <laughs> oh, spoil that... it for people who need to still wow, watch we're, it. Right? We're cautious about Watchmen spoilers, huh? Yeah, I think here's I the think thing. I'm cautious reveal. about spoilers that I care about and then not for things like Black Adam. You know what I mean? Wow. Like there's a five year embargo on Watchmen spoilers, and then there's like a five hour embargo on Black Adam spoilers. You know what I mean? I will talk about Black Adam loudly when I walk out of the theater. Okay, like yeah, but, but I'm not I'm not gonna spoil Watchmen for anyone who hasn't seen it, no matter how long it's been, because that's there's like some cool reveals in it. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. um, he was great in that. I think he'll be great in this. Uh, typical anger, race bending people online oh oh blah, 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 of blah. course of course i don't I, what's I, I, what's a, the only thing that are important for this character is that he's charismatic and attractive because it's like how he is in universe right like a, an actor you know and he's both of those so whatever that's it what you know what are like I, do people ever get tired of just being like a caricature of themselves a sudden wonder man fan yeah, I love. I care about deeply about the integrity of uh, Wonderman. Simon Williams, by the way, that's his name. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm hyped for this. I feel like I could just be like reading into things, but I feel like we're doing like a little Wanda arc here. You know? Yeah, With it does Vision, seem like Wonder Man and Agatha. Like something's happening here. Something's brewing that'll pay off at some point. Who's to say what? But I would assume that would be on the big screen. Yeah, in my I think they should have all these and they should lead into the Scarlet Witch movie. That'd be perfect. And then they should never feature her again in anything because 
whenever people don't like have a send off in Marvel, they just die. They just keep going and going and going until they die, you know? So like, there's no happy ending in the MCU unless you get like Send written out somehow. So send her to space or something, you know, she's stuck in the <laughs> yeah. quantum realm. Oh gosh. Yeah. One final Scarlet Witch movie. I'd love that, but we're going to watch Wonder Man. Him. Yeah, no. of course. Not like no. a final, uh, multiverse of madness appearance. We don't want that. No, 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 no. Not today. Just like a, a nice, you know, farewell. How do you do type of a deal? Yeah. So the other addition to phase Wanda is Agatha coven of chaos, previously house of Harkness. Um, this is the Disney Plus show. It's a it's a mini series, just like all the others. And uh, Catherine Hahn's returning, as is um, Emma Caulfield, who played Dottie in WandaVision. She's returning as well. Okay. Um, not sure why. Maybe she's a witch now. Who knows? But um, there was a. You can see the casting calls for any show that come out, and they always have fake names for these Marvel and Star Wars things because they don't want of you course. to know like what actual character it is. But they were casting for two. Um, uh, early 20s gay male characters, one athletic build and one not. So everyone was like, oh, Wicked and Hulkling. You know, it makes of sense because it's like a Wanda era show. Yeah, that makes um, sense. That's the assumption anyway. Um, This guy's, I think his name is like Tyler or something like that, you know, but like truly never to be believed. But they have casted uh, Joe Locke, who is from Heartstopper. Very good comic okay. book adaptation on netflix yeah um i know you're not too familiar michael but like with joe Locke for wiccan is like the he the, queer visually, version of that's a like, good casting it looks like to me in terms of like fan casting though it's like the it's like the lgbt community version of like john krasinski as mr fantastic you okay know? sure like, sure sure it is like the dream fan cast yeah it's actually what like both of the characters from heartstopper are people want them both to play Billy and Teddy in the MCU? I have oh. mixed feelings about that because that's a little weird. Too much. It would be weird to have dual same relationship, yeah, and that, two different that's, things. That's a little weird. It's like cast, yeah. No, I don't. But I don't he like. Would casting. be perfect. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and there's like lots of rom coms, straight couples where like they did so many movies together. So, you know, I, I see, but I thought that I always thought that was weird. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't, it's like okay, that them together again. All right. Yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of it, but like I would make an exception. But it could, this but it could work. Like if the casting no is good. Oh yeah, I mean if the casting is good, then you know pull the trigger and do it already. You can't be against that and be in favor of John Krasinski to Emily Blunt as Reed and Sue. You know, because that's ultimate like that's, in real life as well. I feel that's like this, place. I feel like people wanted that just for the meme though. I think they actually want that. I'm on board with it. It's fine. I mean, I don't really care either way, I guess. But, hmm. But either way, we've heard it here first. Uh, John Locke is Hulkling. exclusive. Oh, Wiccan. No, Wiccan. Yeah. Sorry. He's not Tyler, or whoever that is. <laughs> Tyler. The, the the rumor for this show is that it's adapting Children's Crusade, which is where they, um, in in the graphic novels, it's a young Avenger saving Wanda from Doctor Doom. Okay. Um, I think this will be a very loose adaptation of that. I think it'll be Agatha and maybe a variant of um, Billy, you know, maybe some okay. other characters saving Wanda from something, like bringing her back into the fold, if I had to guess. So that's the what the show is about. Okay, cool. And he's got to be a variant because there's no regular Billy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. 
Um, well, or they got digitized away. I don't know. Um, okay, this last one isn't like so much news as is like, isn't this cool? You know, um, we talked about Kiki Palmer, <laughs> speaking of fan casting online as Rogue. This yes. is one I'm like very on board with, you know. I love um, that. I'm about she's it. on board with it. The internet, everyone on the internet that matters is on board with it. Um, but then for Halloween, she dressed up as Rogue and did like a cool photo shoot. And oh, like, she I did, saw a, those. She did a, a TikTok too. So I didn't see so the TikTok. Good. The TikTok is really cheesy, and there's like a lot of bad Photoshop on the uh, photos as well. Well, but it's like at this point, I feel like Marvel's in like a tough position. It's like. If she said she wants to do it and everyone wants her to do it, like, just do how it. do you have your own vision? You know, like, right, true, but I don't know. That... Is it okay to bully a studio into casting someone? No. Oh, okay. No, because because I have to, I have to uh, stay true to my opinions that I've said previously, where I don't like people trying to bully studios into releasing the Snyder Cut, releasing, you know, yeah, you know, gotta fix fast, whatever. You know, while ultimately got to fix fast worked out, you know, in our favor, right? Like, but you know, we're bullying studios into doing stuff. Like, we shouldn't like bully guy. them into it, but they should be aware that if they go their own route and it doesn't work out as well, that they will be met with like, "Well, you should have done what we said." You know, like right. it's just like a tricky position to be in. Um, Although we do know Kiki Palmer would kill it as Rogue, so. right? Like. I don't understand why they wouldn't see that, why this wouldn't happen. Maybe if they make the X-Men like significantly older or younger than she is, maybe that would be why, but right. I don't know. In a perfect world, it'll happen if it fits in with whatever their, whatever director's well, vision is. But Well, now that Jen asked us, uh, you know, asked Kevin for uh, X-Men, we're, you know, we're good to go. She really got the ball rolling, I think. Yeah, I really know? appreciate that of her, or from her. He wasn't thinking about it until... What does Kevin stand for again? We need to memorize that. Oh boy! That. Come on, you you meant you memorized uh, Contessa, whatever. At one, I point. knew it until you said that Allegra de Fontaine, or something or other. Yeah, whatever. You you. There was a time when you knew that. Yeah, I and I knew it until right. You said Contessa. Hmm. <laughs> Unfortunate. But um. Anyway, I guess that's gonna do it for that. Let's hear about. The live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back, and we're going to talk about my news, which is not that much this week. But before we do that, we're going to make sure that we remember our pick of the week, and I am picking a Marvel number one. Uh, Deadpool number one by Alyssa Wong. Uh, it has a million covers. Um, I like them all. Actually, they're all very good. Um, so we have a new Deadpool book. As we were just talking about Deadpool in the previous segment, I think he's getting him having a new standalone series is going to be a lot of fun. And it seems to be geared more towards the comedy Deadpool than the action Deadpool, 
which is what I like. So, yeah, it looks really fun. I like that David Nakayama cover. That one's cool. Yes, yes. Um, my pick is Tiger Division number one. It's basically a spinoff of Agents of Atlas. Um, it's right, by right, Emily, right. Emily Kim, and it has um a bunch of Asian American Pacific Islander uh, Marvel superheroes like Luna Snow and um awesome Wave stuff like that. Seems pretty okay. fun. Awesome, very cool. And there's there's a bunch of good covers for that too. There um, are. I like the art more than the best. Yes, that is a good one. Um, I'm trying to remember who did that. Whatever. There's a bunch of good ones. Come, come pick them up. Um, anyway, so let's get to my news. Um, I don't have a ton. Um, so I have weirdly enough, two pieces of peacock news Two, Dylan. Actually, you okay. know, what? before I do the, before I do the peacock news, I'll do more of a speculation story. Um, Ooh. Dylan, have you watched the midnight club, the new Mike Flanagan thing? I did. What'd you think of it? I haven't watched it. Yet. Um, it dragged, but I enjoyed it in the end. Okay. So it it does it I was gonna say, does it like keep up with the quality of No, it's the worst, I think. Uh too bad. Okay. Well, I still want to watch it, but it's you know time. It's but, still good. So Mike Flanagan, who in this article is credited as Hill House creator, so I guess we've already forgotten about Midnight Club, um, calls <laughs> Stephen King's The Dark Tower his dream project. And that immediately is a fantastic thing to me because so this isn't really like news. He is not actively like contracted to do anything. Right. However, when stories like this get out there, you know, Stephen King is very active online. I don't know, man. I like, I think something could maybe come of this. So, but anyway, um, he is eager to adapt the novels in some way, calling it his quote dream project. So I'm going to read mm-hmm. you the, this, these quotes. And now Dylan has not, I think you read the gunslinger, right? But you didn't, just the first. Okay, you read the book. first novel. Listened. Okay. Right. Um, and we both saw the movie, which is abysmal. Um, anyway, Mike Flanagan says, quote, I keep coming back to it because it has its own gravity. He's hold IGN. Uh, it would just be a question of taking more taking the more fantastical elements that might be harder to connect to, especially where it gets pretty meta at midpoint and grounding it, just pulling it in. Otherwise, the characters are who they are. The arc is what it is. And I think the I think the way not to do Dark Tower is to try to turn it into something else, like try to make it Star Wars or make it Lord of the Rings. It is what it is. And what it is, is perfect. It's just as exciting as all of those things and just as immersive. It's a story about a tiny group of people and all the odds in the world are against them and they come together. And as long as it's that, it'll be fine. And there won't be a dry eye in the house. He continues. Um, The first thing is, oh, he tells you how the the thing would start. Um, uh, Yeah. So he talks about it, um, about whether he would do it as he he's not sure if he would do a TV or a movie or a series of movies, but he's actively dreaming about it. Um, he has the first scene planned out. He's talked about, he describes it in detail in this IGN interview. Um, I don't know. I would absolutely love to see that. Uh, what about you, Dylan? Was that something that would be a selling point to you with Mike Flanagan being attached to the project? Of course. Yeah. I'm he's as at, he's at the point where I'll watch anything he does. Right. Um, I should have noted that, Midnight Club, he didn't direct all of it. Oh, he did. It's the first time that he did, wasn't didn't like fully do it. So that might be part of the reason why I didn't like it as much. But um, yeah, I would definitely be in. But that being said, I feel like this isn't gonna happen. It'd be cool oh. if it would if it did though, because only because he doesn't really have any um like box office hits, and his last Stephen King adaptation flopped. Even though you and I both really liked it, Doctor um, Sleep, yeah. But that didn't I do like well. Dr. Sleep a lot. Did it not do well? I thought it did no, all right, right? Oh, too bad. He also did. But Gerald's that's what game. they'll look at. 
He also did Gerald's game for Netflix, which I think got, was well received. It's yeah. hard to it's hard to call Netflix a flop. Like I don't know, like especially yeah, a knows? movie. Um, but he has directed two Stephen King properties before, and one thing we do know about Stephen King is that he does like to have the people revisit his work, uh, like Frank Darabont and others. Um, so I think there is a, a nugget of hope that Dark Tower one day sees a good adaptation. Um, speaking of Stephen King, you see him uh, roasting Elon Musk on Twitter. It's pretty great. Yeah, I see people fighting with him too. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, uh, we, we like Uncle Stevie here. So um, we have two pieces of Peacock news and they're both very similar. So Halloween, the film franchise, is going to be getting a TV series. Uh, or a series on uh, on Peacock. Can, do you call it a TV series? Because it's not necessarily a television, right? Because if it's a streaming service, you can go anywhere. I don't know. That's I just call it a things. TV series. Okay, it is getting a TV series uh, to uh, on Peacock. Uh, we don't know a ton about it, um, but it is currently in development at Peacock. Um, again, everything in the articles are pure speculation. Um, but based on some theories and what we know John Carpenter wanted to do with the series initially was to make it an anthology series and not have Michael show up all the time. Yeah. Um, that could be where the series goes. Um, Cause honestly, I think they kind of did that with um, the intro of Halloween ends, right? They sort of showed like very quick snippets and snapshots of the horrors that happened in Haddonfield ever since Michael. Right. So they show like all these things that have gone wrong and the horrible times and whatever that could be the show. Um, you have this town infected by, you know, the madness of Michael, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't know. I, I would definitely interesting. be interested. I definitely be interested. I do love the franchise. I did not love kills or ends, but, um, I think I think uh this could be something cool. Would you like obviously obviously you'd check it out, right, Dylan? I would check it out, but I would hope Michael would be in it. I don't oh, know. oh, he would have to be. He would have to be. I like, think part of the charm the first of like bit. Like I think what like didn't work well in the Scream show is that like there wasn't really ghost face, you know, but like mm. what does work well in the Chucky show is that like Chucky's in it every episode, you know? So like Right. I think it's a mistake to do something just set in that universe or just like kind of loosely inspired by and not like utilize your main icon. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you could go the, the, well, this wouldn't work with this, but have you ever seen Freddy's nightmares? No, I don't know what that is. So it's the, the nightmare on Elm street television show called Freddy's nightmares. Um, it's really good actually. So are you familiar with Alfred Hitchcock presents in that style of show? Yes. So Alfred, if for those that of you that aren't, it's Alfred Hitchcock would come onto the screen, talk for a minute, and then you'd get like a, a 15 minute short. Uh, you'd get two of them in the same episode. And that's what Freddy's nightmares is. It is the people of Springfield where Freddy is from um, and bad stuff happening, but huh. you get Freddy as the bumper. You, he's the Alfred Hitchcock. He's the Elvira. He's the vampire, whatever. And it's a lot of fun. It's, it's that's free. Cool. It's free on Tubi right now. Shout to be. Um, so that's the best of these type of things. Um, now that obviously wouldn't work for Halloween because Michael Myers isn't going to give up and talk to the camera. But um, anyway, there's that. <laughs> he could. Um, right. Um, also on Peacock, Friday the 13th, 
is getting a prequel series called Crystal Lake. Now, this one looks good. Yes. So, yeah, this has got a lot to be excited about, except, I mean, except, I guess, it is a prequel. So that means no Jason. Um, yeah. Because Jason isn't even the killer in the first one. Um, it's his mom. So, um, but at the helm is uh, Brian Fuller of Hannibal and um, other things. And it is going to be, he's going to serve as the showrunner for the series. And it's a partnership with a 24. So that's exciting. Um, so Susan Rovner chairman of entertainment content for NBC universal television and streaming says Friday the 13th is one of the most iconic horror franchises in movie in movie history. And we're dying to revisit the story with our upcoming drama series, crystal Lake. We can't wait to get to work with Brian Fuller, a gifted visionary creator who I've had the pleasure of being a longtime friend and collaborator, along with our incredible partners at a 24 in this updated version for Peacock that will thrill longstanding fans of the franchise. Um, and then there's another quote from filler just talking about how much he likes um, Friday the 13th as a franchise. Um, we don't know when this is happening. Um, I mean, next year, probably. But that's very exciting. I love Brian Fuller and Hannibal was fantastic. Um, and Brian Fuller attached to a horror property could be very, very good. It's a recipe for success. It is yes. weird that there's a A24 franchise project. Um, yeah, that I is hope a, that's not a trend, but I do really want to watch it. Well, could this be like one of those A24 things where they just put their name on it like, and it's not like good? It's possible, but the fact that they're like talking about it in the press release makes me think that they're involved in some way, you know? Right. Now, they now do. Dylan, they also, they do other shows like Euphoria and stuff too. Oh, that's right. But now Dylan, so did you know there was also a Friday the 13th of the series? In no. 1987, it ran for three seasons. Um, and Dang. It's, it's bad. Um, three seasons? Three seasons. 70 something episodes. So, well, okay. So, however, I'm going to read you the series. I'm going to read you the plot. Um, the series follows Mickey and Ryan, inherited owners of an antique store, which they learn is cursed uh, from one of the other characters only after they have sold all of the cursed antiques. The trio then work together to try and recover them to put back this uh, into the safety, uh, the sh- uh, to, to get all the stuff back and put them into safety of the shop's vaults. Okay, so that sounds like the... the oh, first of all, that's the plot of um, what's the Needful Things, the Stranger Thing, the, the Stephen King novel. Okay? Oh, first, okay, first off. Second off, it's not set in Crystal Lake. It's, Jason's not in it. And the show was originally titled The 13th Hour. However, producer Frank Mancuso Jr. of Friday the 13th decided they would rename it to Friday the 13th, the series to deliberately draw audiences in, even though it had no connection to to the films at all. So there was a series, but it had nothing to do with the film franchise. It was in name only Friday the 13th. That's bizarre. Right? Like, that's... How does that? Is Needful Things inspired by it at all, or no? Um, I don't know when Needful Things came out. Um, Needful Things isn't exactly the same plot. Needful, no, Needful Things is 1991. Um, so I guess I guess maybe it's inspired by the series, uh, (laughs) which would be interesting. Um, but yeah, it's about a antique shop managed by a guy in Castle Rock that has um, a bunch of cursed items. That's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, it's a very good book, and it has a lot of uh, connections, as Stephen King stuff does. Has a lot of connections to other Stephen King properties. No but either way, way. Uh, yeah, right. No kidding. 
Um, but either way, this will be coming sometime next year, probably. Uh, so that's very exciting. Um, stay tuned for that. And finally, we have a trailer for a Netflix property coming out this week called Blockbuster, which is a workplace comedy uh, set in the last Blockbuster, uh, starring Randall Park and some other people. Uh, Melissa Melissa Fumero. Fumero, right, who was in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the trailer looks pretty cute. It it's a comedy series about the last blockbuster, and it, it it's got my aesthetic in it. I, I like block, I like you know tapes and that kind of stuff. So <laughs> you know, like something set in the blockbuster is fun. Um, what do you think of the trailer, Dylan? I think it looks good. It's by, um, good. the creator also created Happy Endings, which is one of my favorite comedies. Um, I've never watched and- it. I think the writers are from Superstore also, which I like that show. Yes, too. they are from Superstore. Um, so like, I think this is probably going to be good. I, I'm sure it will be. However, it's a little weird, right? That you're getting a blockbuster original property on Netflix. They're definitely dancing on the grave. Um, oh, absolutely. It's it's almost sinister, but like, you know, we live in a capitalist society. But, what but are we going mean, to do? It's one giant corporation who ate another one. Like, is it, you know, it's not like, I don't know. Yeah. I, it'd be a little different if it was like Michael Bay making that movie about those real life murderers, but turning it into a comedy, you know, about oh, pain and gain, you know, but it is like sadder. I feel like, cause it's like franchised, like family owned stores. A lot of them, you oh, know, you know what? That is true. So it seems like a little like cruel, but I don't know. No, you <laughs> know, what? just reading yeah. into it. I mean, you are right. <laughs> like, I mean, they still got that one over in Oregon. <laughs> I got that one. Yeah. Wonder how they feel about this. I I wonder. I mean, that documentary is on Netflix. The last Where do they get from. movies from? Um, so uh, clearly you have not watched the last block, the last blockbuster, no, which is I a ver- you should. It's very good. So where do they get movies from? Walmart. Um, the lady <laughs> goes to Walmart and goes and buys them. And apparently they're supposed to there's stuff in like the Walmart rules that you're not supposed to let people buy like a ton of copies of a movie, but th- but the employees let her slide. Because they like the blockbuster. Seems like a bad decision. I feel like they could set up a wholesale account somewhere. I, I mean, I would think so. I mean, anyway, we're not yeah. reviewing. The- I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to fix the last blockbuster's business practices. I mean, go get a wholesale account with Diabolic DVD or Grindhouse Doesn't Video. Doesn't sound right what she's doing. I'm just saying. I mean, look, she's still in business. All right, go for her. We're going to take a trip out there, Dylan, to Bend, Oregon. I'll be down. It's a, well, we're going to Uber, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, the Rondes when we had a bet to see uh, how, what the longest Uber ride that we could get was. We never, we never, uh, we never paid, we never paid good on that bet. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, let's hear about all these tabletop events. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. 
There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and it is time for our featured news story. That's right. It's uh, We haven't done this before. This is uh, taking the place <laughs> of a review slot. Um, so we have a it's pretty big news came out this week, Dylan. Pretty big. Yeah, we're talking about... Obviously, the um, the new uh, co-chairman of DC being announced. Um, oh, I thought we were James... talking about fantasy football trades. Oh, my bad. Oh, Mix crap. Up. Misunderstanding. Well, can we oh. do my story? Okay, we'll just wing it, okay? Okay. Well, I guess I'm breaking the news to you. Oh, okay, um, let's hear it. Uh, yeah, so we've been talking every week, it seems, about... This person's rumored to take over the DC. Now they're dropping out. They're looking for a Kevin Feige type. You know, um, it's been a a long road to get here. Uh, David Zaslav is the one calling the shots now, and he's been looking for someone to spearhead DC um, to, I guess, make it more consistent. Have someone in charge, and he's right. found it. And um, James Gunn and Peter Safran. James Gunn, obviously, we know him from the Guardians movies and Slither, yeah, <laughs> uh, and and all manner of other things. Brightburn, um, oh, yeah. stuff like that. Brightburn. Yeah, that's his DC work. Um, <laughs> and and obviously the Suicide Squad. Um, and then Peter Saffron, he's just like, I don't want to say just a producer. He's like a very prolific. Just, he's just a producer. He's a, he's a big Warner Brothers producer. He did all of like the James Wan movies and like a ton of Warner Brothers horror films. And he's just like a blockbuster producer, dude, you know? Right. So sure. it seems to me that this is like, the idea guy and the business guy situation kind of like like wasn't that disney with like walt disney and the other dude uh yeah yeah exactly the other guy the other one that's like james gunn and the other guy that's like what we're doing now you know yeah man i don't know about so i don't know about this whole james gunn thing this is kind of a weird i mean it's good for them i guess it's ultimately probably going to be good for them uh, mixed feelings yeah um me personally like i don't love it um, because I didn't really love the Suicide Squad. It was definitely we were talking about this in the store today. Um, it was an improvement on the original, but I don't have our review handy. Um, but I'm pretty sure that we both were very meh on the new Suicide Squad. I was Maybe, super mixed on that, yeah. But I mean, it's possible that you know, uh. I, but I, I like the Guardians movies, and I like Guardians two more than you and Ron do. I know, but um, I don't know. They signed a four year deal, so it's not forever if this doesn't oh, work okay. out. But four years, like that's a long time. Seems like it seems like a long time, but it's like enough time for them to get projects rolling and like started and put out. Basically, you know, uh-huh. um, it's not like we're gonna see like twenty movies from them and be able to decide whether or not they were good or not. You know, we'll see a few. I think that they actually originated. Um, they'll see things through like Shazam and Blue Beetle and stuff like that, but that, right. that those things won't really be like credited to them. So it's going to be a while till we see whatever the, change the James is going to be. Thumbprint. But the immediate changes are that um, they, it's not DCEU anymore. It's DCU. 
um like MCU DC I mean, universe. That just, that's just makes more sense. Yeah. Um and also the the division is called DC Studios. Like okay. <laughs> like Marvel Studios. Um, that's so funny. Um oh god, that's okay. I want the best for DC, but like I just don't like the optics of that cuz like hiring the Marvel dude calling it DC Studios and then naming the universe DCU seems like very uh like, oh, we're trying to do this, you know, which is like the vibe we got when Joss Whedon took over Justice League. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And like, make it like Avengers. Like, I hope that that's not what's happening here. But like you said, it doesn't make more sense. DCEU is bad, I think. So I don't like that. This is so I didn't know that bit. Yeah. DCEU is bad. But however, DCU and DC uh, or DC Studios is very funny to me. It reminds me of Guitar Hero. Sorry to try tie everything back to video games. Um so Guitar Hero World Tour was coming out, Dylan. Or okay. the new Guitar Hero was coming out. I, think, I believe this is would have been four because everything was built off of three. It was like Guitar Hero 1, 2, and then a bunch of spinoffs. And then there was going to be four. Um, and the, bigger, the big competitor at the time was Rock Band. And Rock Band's biggest mode was called World Tour. Okay? This is very important to the story. So Activision brought in Brett Ratner to be... Yes, Ew. right? Right? Um, to be the video games director um, and to name the franchise, to name the new series. And he named it Guitar Hero World Tour, which is the name of the biggest mode of their biggest competitor. So it just makes me think of that. It's like, what do you really? This is that's it. I mean, it, it makes sense, but it's just it's yes, it's obvious. But like you just look like you're ripping them off. Same thing with the DC studios to me. Yeah, I feel like it's like coming out with like. I don't know, Sonic Racing Double Dash or something like that. Right. You know, like... Yes, exactly. Like Sonic Team Racing, which would have been the Crash Bandicoot was Crash Team Racing, which I think yeah. I, I think Crash Team Racing is actually the best of the Crash Team Racing is very good on the PS4. Better, not better than better than the Mario Kart at the time, which would have been on the 64. Crash Team Racing is better than Mario Kart 64. Fight me. Four, I will take sure, I, whatever. 64 is 64 Mario Kart is very good. Double but Dash is my first Mario Kart, so I only know then on. But um, uh, that was GameCube, right? Yeah, I love that game. I played so much That's of that. Really good. It was the first one to have the two player. Anyway, uh, or the, the two players in the since. same the two players in the same cart. They haven't had that. Yeah. That's not back. No, lame. Come on, anyway. Nintendo. What are you doing? Welcome to the Nintendo Universe podcast. Um. Okay. DC Studios. Yeah. So um, DC Two. Up until now, DC everything has been like kind of on their own journeys you know like oh like like tv's here movies are here right but this dc studios controls film tv and animation um so it's all under the same house it's kind of like what marvel is now with kevin feige doing the disney Plus right. shows and the movies so i of think course. that's super promising it's under one like a single banner um so yeah, i mean that's good i have it i have my notes here kind of sectioned off by like hopes and then fears oh okay let's do hopes um, first Hopes first? Okay, so my number one hope well, it's not number one, there's no order here, but I'm really hoping they settle the Snyderverse thing, like, we're oh, keeping these actors or we're not, like Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, or like not them moving on to a new, like, I just want like a definitive statement and like, um, like direction you know what I mean? Well, because previously but, DC has been directionless content. I mean, absolutely agree, Um, but how how can that happen when we've we're bringing back Henry Cavill? You don't have to. They've that already was, 
They, that that's... was the other dude who did that. You could be like psych, you know. After imagine he's already ditched The Witcher. Listen, then, sorry, you ditched, times you ditched the your one like project that you have. So that's the one that saved your career. But you know, whatever. Um, that's I just want because I'm tired of the fighting online about Snyderverse returning. You know. Um, because it's reignited by Henry Cavill coming back, which I am happy about. I'm not happy about the Snyderverse talk coming back, so I just want to set like them to settle that. That would be great. Yeah. Um, or at least if you have if you're cherry picking some characters, being like, tell us you're resetting the continuity, so it's kind of like a fresh start situation. But with Henry Cavill or whatever, that one I could accept too. I just hate the like ambiguity. Um, yeah. My that that kind of leads to what I hope my main hope is that we get a complete reset. You know, I well, don't want them to be like beholden to the other so continuity that's happened. I'll give you a little um, fuel to be uh, not excited about, though, Dylan. So okay. we're going to the fears. Uh, maybe. So you you know James Gunn likes to repeat collaborators, right? Yes. Well, what was Zack Snyder's original first film? First feature film. I will I will say this is no Dawn of the Dead. It's his best film. Oh, right, right. Yes, yeah. James Gunn wrote the script. They've already worked together, Dylan. I don't think Snyder would work under James Gunn. I think his I don't think his ego would allow that. Mm. But what if I I don't know, man. I think I could see a possibility where he brings Zaddy back. I hope not. Oh, me too. I hate it, and please stop. Don't the Snyder Cut has been released? Okay, they did it. Your experiment you failed. It move forward good. if you do that. I think you know what I mean. That's like one step forward, three steps back situation. Well, well yeah, but the, what they're trying to do, well, what the thing is that they say this is just going to turn into Snyder talk all like, over again. But no. yeah, right. It's just you know you can't do that. But but what, but the, what the Snyder people are telling you or will tell you is that Snyder never got the chance to to really get it going and but but that's not going to happen to this because they're not going to hire james gunn to just be a shadow puppet for Zack snyder like that's not going to happen no but they would have hired I do, snyder i think we could see Zack snyder come back as a director i think we could I disagree. or some sort of an executive like producer maybe and have him be in charge of i don't know slow motion shots I think he definitely punched a wall when he saw the, this news. I think he would kill for this job, and he seems like very egotistical. I don't think his ego would allow him to do this. But well, he has to know he just failed, right? Like, but is it all his fault? I mean, it's not. No, all it's his not fault. all his fault. No, right. Um, um, but he's got a big think, Netflix gig now. He's fine. You know, I don't think he's like a poor director. I don't. Th- I just don't think he's a great director. He's just fine. We just don't think that he should be responsible for. All a cinematic DC universe, film, no. TV, and animation. Yeah, no. That is, I mean, that does lead me to one of my fears. This discussion is that, like, I feel like James Gunn isn't that well respected in no. the in the industry, and he's kind of seen as like a joke. Um, so I'm wondering if good directors would be willing to work, have him as their boss. You know, um, that like, is will that deter he, some people because DC's does- already risky, and they're like, oh, I got to work for James Gunn. Like, I'm not sure. If some people will feel that way. Are you, you're talking about other directors, not actors, right? Yeah, directors. Yeah, that's a good question because I don't 
I, I, I obviously we're not industry insiders. I mean, well, we are, we're, we are scoopers, but um, I don't, I don't know, man. Like what's okay. I, I, I I'm going to say this, but I don't mean it like it sounds maybe I do. What is there to respect? Like, what is like the respectable achievement? Like to go, Oh yeah. You know what? James Gunn. Um, I could answer that. Okay. I think he's had, I think he revitalized the MCU. Um, like the tone that the tone that he set really like redefined the MCU. I think. Um, so okay. I think he's res- in a large, like in a big way, responsible for that. And I think that led to him having like, especially with this, one of the biggest comebacks I've ever seen. Like from being fired from Guardians three to now being rehired, and then now being like even promoted right. even That's further. True. This is like a huge comeback. So. I think that is respectable. However, he managed to pull that off. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I'm not saying I agree with that, but I'm saying that would that, be that's the someone's argument. answer. Answer to that, I think. Yeah. Because like my 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 pushback to that is just like I don't I sure, um. But I think that what came first, Guardians or Ant Man? Guardians. Okay. Well, then I guess you're right because um I think Ant Man really had a lot uh, of debt to Edgar Wright and true. And I think that tone of Ant-Man, I think the humor in Ant-Man is more on par with what you get in non gun properties. I think the James gun humor is a, has a very specific flavor and it's, it's, I want to say it's like South park, but not crass or less or less crass. I should say. Um, yeah. And that is like, college fratty you know i don't know broad um i i don't know um i just not a huge fan i agree but i think his strengths are being like a team player being really passionate about the things that he does like he's super he promotes them a ton he's he's kind of like the rock you know like that is true he will be very you can tell he's like 200 percent into it yeah oh of course um, so that's like the bright side, I guess, but the bright burn, if you will. Oh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, okay. So I guess another hope I have is that with the casting, I think a big problem with DC is that the actors like seem kind of not into it and it's hard to bring them back. Like Superman, not wanting to be in the Shazam cameo. So I hope they hire some like D list people who are like just a good fit and passionate about it rather than being like, Oh, we got, you know, this huge actor for this project, you know, like, right. Do team players and have it like available, like have them available. You know what I mean? Not booked and busy. Yeah. Because yeah, you're right. I think, I think starting fresh would just be the way to go. Although we do have Henry Cavill coming back. So there is something that to be said, I guess you could a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new, Maybe that Flashpoint movie will reset the continuity like Flashpoint did in the comics. Well, see, that probably wasn't the initial plan. But it could be now. It could be now. Although I, you can't do reshoots, so I'm not sure how they're going to do that. But What do you mean you can't do reshoots? I don't think Ezra Miller is available to film things anymore, so um, you can't really, like... I guess you could do it without him, maybe. I don't know. That's that's tricky. I don't envy the task that James Gunn has here. Yeah. That's but I'm hoping tough. that the TVs, the TV shows and the movies are connected, which I think he will do because he did Peacemaker as a spinoff of the Suicide Squad. And, and the did Peacemaker... you like 
Peacemaker? Peacemaker is good. Yeah, I like it. You liked it better than the Suicide Squad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up, by the way. Um, I gave Suicide Squad a 6.5. Ron gave it a 6. You gave it a 7.5. So you liked it. Okay. I stand by it. Yeah. Okay. I need to see it again. Um, I guess my rapid fire. Yeah, sure. Hopes are that like, well, I hope those are all connected. Um, I hope that they use comics as like source material more. I know that's a little biased, but like, I think it's a big MCU strength. Not the need to cop- copy everything MCU, but I think yeah, relying but... on some stories is like a good move. You know what I mean? Right. Adapting existing properties or you know, you don't like Civil War is a good example. They didn't exact adapt it one for one. They made it their own thing, and it doesn't make either of them less. Yeah, but I think Gun like Gun will make the decisions that make more sense to fans. Like, I don't think he would have said, "I'm going to do Justice League first or relatively first, and like Steppenwolf is going to be the main villain. Like, he would have made Darkseid the villain. You know what I mean? Of course, like that kind of thing. I think there's some easy decisions that easy hurdles that he'll be able to to leap over but maybe not i mean um, we'll see i guess that being said with the mcu like following the mcu formula i hope they do like the main plot points but i hope that they have like their own tone i think dc thrives most when it's like a little bit darker um like yeah. the batman which is not yeah. at all like the comics but i think if you i think they need to like distinguish themselves in some way because they're at their worst when they're trying to be a marvel movie in my opinion I, I agree with you. Like when, yeah, they're they're weakest when they're just mimicking, because it just yeah. feel it just reads like mimicry, at that point. Yeah, I'm not sure how to get over that other than like taking bigger risks, you know. Right. But now Marvel's doing that too a bit, so it's like it's tough. I don't know. Um, my wild card hope is that okay. like Feige congratulated him. Like they're still on good terms, you know. He said he'll be the first to see his movie, stuff like that. Him and Gunn and Feige were like super close, you know, um, uh-huh. Feige's reason Gunn came back. Um, so like, is it out of the question, Michael, uh, like a Marvel DC little crossover moment? Marvel Sony already happened. That's my only like evidence that it could happen. Except that those were Sony Marvel and Disney Marvel. That's like, but I guess yeah, ultimately it's truly two just two studios. Yeah. yeah, that is true. I mean, it makes more sense, but like, how cool would that be? Come on. I think not till towards the end of James James Gunn contra- contract when he's trying to get renewed. So I think um, equating it to football, if you have a, a player who did really, really well on his first year of the contract, starts to go into a slump for a couple of years, contract's expiring, guess who's about to play their best game? Because they need to get that contract renewed, they need to get the big money, they need to do the thing. So maybe James Gunn does okay, you know, skates by for a little bit, and then, right before he's done, on the four years, we get the announcement of the Marvel Marvel DC crossover, and then they have to. Oh, just an announcement. Okay. Yeah. Not have like to see it through. Out. Right. Have to see it through. That's a good. That's a good move. Yeah, because I think we'll be wrapping up Secret Wars and stuff. So, like, maybe they'll each be in a position to do that. Who knows? I I think I think that James Gunn, an existing Marvel director, in decent standing. Um, could make that could bridge the gap. If anyone can do it, it's these two. But but is they that even obviously what we don't want? call the shots? Uh, 
I would like it as a fun little like of course. Oh yes. I ancillary movie thing, but not like a, a, for, a huge a series. phase of like Marvel DC where this is what we're leading to. Thing. Marvel versus DC gimmick. I think we could, cool do, we, could, we could do a whole episode on fantasy booking, how a Marvel versus DC crossover goes, which actually could be a lot of fun, but um, much more than we could speculate on right now. But I, I, I would enjoy it uh, again, like you said, like a, probably as a one off, two off thing, not like a, although it would realistically be a trilogy. Uh, Just adding gonna, more and more movies. Well, I mean, like what everything's a trilogy, right? True. Yeah. But. Um, okay, fears. What I'm yes. scared that might happen is I think Gunn has a bad track record with female characters. I'm not sure if we would get something like a Wonder Woman or a Birds of Prey under Gunn's supervision. But if we did, would it be as poor as the depiction of Wonder Woman in Justice League? Or like um or would it no. be improved improvement from that, but not as good as it would be that. I think it would be the way I was a little soured on Harley Quinn's depiction in The Suicide Squad. Sure. I think it would be something more like that. Like, not a slap in the face, but not something, like, clearly a setback from Birds of Prey, in my opinion. But right. um, that's a little... And he doesn't. He hasn't done too much for Gamora and Nebula, even though I love them. You know what I mean? So... Right. A little fear of mine is that he won't champion those, but we'll see. Um... I'm scared that he'll inject his own brand of humor into everything, which is something you kind of touched yes. on already. Yes. That is not something that I would be looking forward to. If he's smart, he won't do that. Right. I I think he wants to keep this job. Right. right? Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking. He's not hired I'm to sure be the director like of all these movies. That. Yeah. I think James Gunn, James Gunn, I know at the very least is a, is a cinemaphile. He does like a lot of different types of cinema. So True. I think, he knows the difference between what he would make and what other people can make. And let it, and as someone who has had to deal with interfering studios, et cetera, et cetera, I feel like he might be sympathetic towards directors who wanted to do a different type of thing than what James Gunn normally would do. That being said, okay. I don't love all of James Gunn's movies, as I already said, but I think James Gunn, the person is very aware of those issues of people coming in to do a big studio franchise film. So I think this is a unique position we haven't seen before. True. Because we don't even really see it was with Zaddy because he just started off in charge. You know? Yeah. That's like, I feel like we this haven't given a clear answer on whether or not we're happy about this. Um, like... I would say I'm ambivalent. It's It's probably for the best for DC. It's better than what we had, I think. It's an upgrade. I'm consciously optimistic. Whether or not there were better options that we didn't know about, you know, I don't know what the other options would have been, but it is interesting that we have someone that we like can't even talk about, you know, like I kind of thought it would just be some dude, like the last one that they like, right. almost had where we don't really know anything about him. Just some guy. Know? Right. So this is like a make or break career thing. I think for him, if he ruins this, then like, I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll ruin it. I'll go back I, to small movies. I think it'll, it'll, I don't know if it'll like reignite everything, but I think there'll at least be an improvement from where we've been. But again, we won't even notice anything for a year or two, right? Yeah, at least. But at what, least. what he does need is media training because he's like, he's bad at it. 
he steps in it a lot in interviews and when he's like off the cuff and stuff. And if he's going to be like Feige in every premiere and doing press junkets for all every DC movie and right. you know like the face of it, I feel like he's got to like reel it in a little bit. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 times when you like you get promoted above your abilities, and you're just not capable at doing certain things. But if you were trained, you could maybe do it. So like, I think that's something that James Gunn could learn he never says anything awful it's always just like oh like with the suicide squad he was like margot robbie's like the best actress i've ever worked with i wouldn't like if i could never work with another actress again you know and then right that's that really just like i'm like well f me then to all the other actresses yeah you know right so i'm like i could see him being taken out of context and misconstrued but he's been in the industry since 1997 so like but you he know, has a little bit of man baby energy. You know? Oh, he definitely does. So I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. Yep. But I, that's it's huge. Come in and talk to us both about it because I what I I have more to I have more to say than could possibly be contained in a one hour plus episode at this point. <laughs> um, I'm Me interested. Too. I want to hear I want to hear your takes on it. So come in and talk to us. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.